for Thursday night, October 18th, 2007. This is episode 28 of the Anime Roundtable. Good evening from Toronto, I'm Mike Nicholas. Tonight on the show, we'll talk a little bit about the omnibus trend in manga over the last year or so. Then in the bullets, well, same old, same old, with more talk about Canadian TV, Japanese TV, and preemptings. Uh, but with good news for one of them. It's all coming up when the roundtable begins next on thecomicden.com. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the Comic Den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and moral language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. So last week, despite having suffered from a cold for from that point six days and bringing all the equipment and almost basically starting the setup, at the very last second, we decided, like, we ultimately decided not to do the show. Why do we not do the show? Not because I suffered from that cold, uh, but because um, basically when it came down to it, nobody showed up and it would just be James and I doing the show. And this show, we've done four people, we've done five people, we've done three people. But I'll be damned if I'm going to do two people, period, much less with a cold and you'll have to excuse me I haven't fully recovered yet because I uh, so you'll excuse me I'll be clearing my throat periodically over the next hour and and, and, and once again this week we, we scrounged up only three people again this week and, and Adam and Adam only decided to do this at the last minute or well uh, not, not so much that I decided to do this at the last minute but more that you know you, you you know, you never really tell anybody who you want on the show well, until the last <laughs> minute, and so I'm just sort of, you know, yours was a, you know, well, who wants to do yeah, it? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I sort of saw a lot of this coming this week, so I didn't try and commit anybody to doing the show because nobody, first of all, showed interest. Uh, and by the way, thanks for showing up. Oh yeah. Um, so this gives me a chance to just, you know, convey any thoughts that happen to pass through my head perverted or not and get it out there you know yeah and, and who can really refuse such a venue yeah the, the official podcast of anime north right <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I was gonna say i thought i was a part of the furniture now since no, i'm almost like that first couple minutes well you're always here you're, yeah, you're, you're always like, co-hosting i mean how many shows have you not done no counted on three feet on, uh, on I, i've been here. here for one yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Every so, time I go on, it seems like I'm trying to go on. It's like I'm always here. Yeah, well, it's just one of those things. A- anyway, um, well, I guess I guess we've started. So well, I guess uh, I've mentioned already we three around the table. So let's so let's uh, quickly um, introduce them again. Uh, well, by the way, good evening, Mike Nichols, with you. Um, to my left, James Austin, uh, North American Industry Observer, straight ahead of me, defender of hentai justice lawyer and waiting, Adam Grant, making his. Uh, how many? This is like his fourth appearance. Three, finally. four, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So he's 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 racking them up. Um, let's see who uh, who isn't here this week. Uh, well, Muhammad's still um, missing in action. Dean is suffering from jet lag. He's back from his trip to, I believe, Turkey. And he was supposed to have done the show this week, but jet lag sat, uh, set in probably forty-eight hours after he got back. Great excuse. Um, Courtney's not here. Neil, we think, is sick, in a physical sense. Well, he's always sick in a mental sense. Yeah, he's always sick <laughs> Not that I really sense. have a right to talk, but... Yeah, usually. It's all in the mind, Adam. Mm-hmm. All in the mind. Um, we gave... An- Angela had the right of first refusal on this episode, so she refused. It's <laughs> 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 like, did you... So you said right of first refusal, so she refused because of the refusal? Well, she yes. refused first. That yeah, is her right. <laughs> it's her right to not do the show, and, you know, it's, it's everyone's right to whoever we ask, you know, to not do the show don't know why yeah but really why would anybody not want to do the show Mike? you'd, you'd kind of be surprised exactly well you, after 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 your, i'm after trying your, to promote the show okay i'm trying to make it seem like you know we have a lot of you know really excited contributors to this and you're like well i guess they don't really like it sometimes we're kind of boring so what you've been going to random guys on the street and saying listen to this podcast it could change your life well, I would do that, except this is it, it, it would pass off so much better if I was homeless. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're homeless and just start ranting about things on the street, people may actually pseudo take you seriously. 
if you're, you know, dressed legitimately and go walking down the street handing out flyers, it's, people um, just throw them away. legitimately in this case. Uh, uh, as in, I wear pants? <laughs> <laughs> I think most homeless people wear pants, Adam. Yeah, but if I was homeless, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would like to take every excuse not to wear pants that I possibly could. I'm guessing you'd wear just, like, the Speedo uh, swimsuit walk around. Yeah, you can think whatever you want, James. (laughs) I just said no pants, and I'm leaving it at that. It sounds like you'd be the homeless person I'd be worried about on my street. But anyway. Jeez. All the ladies love it. It's all good. I'm sure they do. Well, that's Um, all you care about. I'm, I'm sure they do. Um... Oh, actually, uh, now that I mentioned it, about, about all this Apple stuff, uh, since you since you're the big Apple head, um, one could say that, yeah. yeah. We never, I, I never did come around like ask you. And you debuted just after they debuted the iPods, the mm-hmm. new iPods. What, have you seen them? What's your take on them to this point? Okay, um, Nano is cool but stubby, so yeah, I mean that. it's a little annoying to fit in your hand. Classic, spectacular, just based on the price point, except. And this is just a nitpicky point because I'm dealing with Apple products and iPods for quite a number of years now. They don't make them in white. Oh, you, you, you want really? something in white. I want it in white. Why is this so hard? It's been Apple shtick for so long. The thing is, when they, they decide to give it the metal casing now, right? Well, no, but the black one, yeah, it's, it's aluminum, it's anodized aluminum front, so it's silver and black. But, okay. like, what? why was polycarbonate so bad? It's going to be a white polycarbonate, a stainless steel back... It's cheaper than aluminum. How sturdy? How scratch resistant? Well, well look at your iBook. Oh, that one, yeah. Same stuff, right? It's. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at my computer. I, yeah. I close it, but then, you know, the recording would stop. Yeah, and that's not really going to do as no, much no, good, no, so. No, no, So, um. Uh, but, and the touch is. Well, touch is a whole other ball game. The touch is. We got time. It, 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 well, it, the touch, I envisioned it as Steve Jobs decided, you know what? Everybody really loved that Newton we had out years ago. Let's make another one of those. Except, let's totally cripple every PDA function in it, but sell it based on Wi-Fi and a touchscreen. It's like, we hit them with the iPhone, so let's hit them with a really crappy version of the iPhone for all those other countries that don't have iPhones yet. <laughs> then we'll figure out the rest, right? Yeah, it, it's you can't add to the calendar. Oh, really? You can't add the calendar, you can't take notes. You can't really do the iPod either. See, this is my problem. But but you've given it the touchscreen, you've given it Wi-Fi, you've given it the built-in keyboard. You expect that, right? I mean, it's understandable Um, with the iPod, you can only sync it, like, you can only sync the phone, the, um... The contacts in the calendar, because there's no way to enter them. Yeah, and that's fine. But you've given me Safari with a keyboard. You've given me a way to enter web addresses. So, I've got a keyboard. Why can't I use that... To enter in calendar events and contacts and I things see like that. Your point. You've gotten me halfway there, and you've like intentionally left stuff out, just to spite me, just to spite the fanboys. Which you admit to be. Oh yes. Well, I, mean, I, I, I have like a dozen Max. There's there's no <laughs> discounting the fact that I'm a fanboy. <laughs> uh, I don't want to follow up with that. I, I mean, it was about to like. I mean, I, I mean, I have an iBook and I have an iPod. Those, that's the extent of my uh, Apple collection. Mm-hmm. Both I've been happy with, by the way. And I'll probably get, and I'll probably like in a year, in a little over a year, probably um, you know, change this, change the. Get oh, another, go up to the MacBook, yeah. Yeah, finally get a MacBook. I mean, I got the iBook on its last legs, but and it's worked. Mm-hmm. As I said, it's worked out great. I mean, you guys. Yeah, I mean, hear they this last show, for years. So you hear this show, so. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you guys can attest to at least the quality of the. Um, well, the effort? I'm not sure about the Well, results. quality of the merchandise in general. The yeah. results are usually pretty good, especially on the computer front. Oh, yeah. yeah Anything yeah. that's left out is pretty minimal and not necessary. And it's more just a couple of people are going to whine about it, but it's not crucial. No. Um, no. The, oh, iPods yes. is, the iPods is where they've been doing it. Mm-hmm. Lately, yeah. So, um, how, what, what's your take on their on the long term then? I mean, by the way, the Apple TV looks like it's, it's Apple TV's look, look like looks like it's been a bust to this point. Yeah, Apple TV mm-hmm. sells very very well in the states because you have to remember the iTunes Store in the states sells television mm-hmm. episodes, sells movies. You can buy video. In every other country, well, Europe's starting to get them now, but in every other country, that's not available. So my only option is, you know, I have to have. <coughs> 
you know, ripped my DVDs and put them into iTunes, which, which is, is an awful lot is, of work. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. tough enough as is. I mean, we in order to play, um, I mean, I can only attest to that trying to transfer my uh, band subs into my um, iPod. Yeah, it's just like. But the only, but I mean, that being said, though, the 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 U.S. is one of the biggest markets. Yeah, and mean, so its impact cannot be denied. They've sold a lot of Apple TVs in the a states. Lot of, the thing is, the thing is, I read around at least on Mac, uh, at least on was it MacWorld.com. Yeah, they seem pretty disappointed with the, with the numbers. To this well, point. they seem disappointed with the numbers, but you got to remember, most of the people seem to look at it from Apple as if it's a computer. That's how they sort of look at the numbers, as if it's supposed to have this sort of impact on the market share. As far as Apple's concerned, it's an iPod. It falls into that category, so it's it, it you know it falls into iPods. It falls into their accessories like the the ba- like the wireless routers, like the Airport Extreme stations. Okay. So when you don't sell quite as you know you don't sell as many routers as you do computers, it's just a fact of life. Does that mean it's disappointing numbers? No. Hmm. The thing is, would it, would, how much would it have helped if it was able to take in more formats? Well, yeah, but that would be Apple not being Apple. Yeah, I guess so. You're right, actually. You got to control what you do, you know. But it's the it's the fact that the iTunes Store doesn't have the content in other countries. Having the content would have sold it. That's the only problem. Okay, I take your point there. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So since we're since our lawyer is back and we want to and since it's been somewhat hot topic. Oh man, am I going to get hit with legal questions again? Well, um, the <laughs> first I'm getting grilled on Max. Now it's law. Well, you weren't in law school. Well, yes. Okay. You didn't want to get some <laughs> and then, and then I'll ask, and then, and then I'll ask how much you want to ogle the models in the uh, clamp kimono book afterwards. Well, but if uh, they if they were wearing less kimono and more model, then get back to us. <laughs> okay. Or you could like a battle royale because it got four Playboy bunnies out of whatever. Yeah, but if I really want to go with Playboy bunnies and you know nudity, I'll go with your crying Freeman manga. Yeah, that we'll get to that in a bit. Um, you remember the whole um. The whole our um, recording industry case, MP3s, mm-hmm. the whole thing that like came down last week. We we, we joked. You mentioned. Um, remember the uh, whole manga settlement um, mm-hmm. thing, awarding in yep. Japan? Yep. A couple mo- about a month ago. Yep. Um, you know, yep. give a quick refresher. I can't even remember. Okay, I, I, all, I, all I remember you saying about that was the number, the the figure that was. It wasn't like an outrageous figure. Like when you have punitive damages and all that in the U.S., you hear millions and millions of dollars. And this one in Japanese court, and like many other courts, like even in Canada, there's restrictions on how much money you can give out. It looks like they actually looked at the numbers, looked at how much really it was worth to give to these creators and gave them that amount of money. It wasn't that much. It yeah. wasn't even like millions of dollars. It was just hundreds of thousands of dollars. So uh, he's pulling out something from his... Um, oh, no, I'm just turning my cell phone off. Okay. So, um, th- and then we turn it around to the case like from a couple weeks ago. Um, recording industry obviously... Um, yeah, in the states, beat, beat, beat up, beat up nicely, beat up on some single mom. Single mom, yeah. To yeah, the tune yeah, of two hundred twenty-two some odd thousand dollars. There, there, there's a, a very simple phrase to explain that, which okay. is American courts are retarded. There are evidence laws for a reason. You look at when you look at the details of the case, um, <clears throat> in the U.S. case anyway. They awarded over two hundred thousand dollars for. You know, what was a functionally 20 songs? Yeah, uh, being down 20 to 25. Right? 20, something like 20, that. I think it was 24 or something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. When the RIA couldn't prove that um, anybody in particular in the house had actually downloaded the songs, they couldn't prove there was a file sharing application on the computer. All they could prove was her being negligible. Or something to that effect. Right, it, but what? when or, you can't... Or not trying. That's, I think, that's right, but you saw how did they... Convict? That's the thing, is if you can't prove that there is any means of piracy on the machine, you can't call somebody negligent. Now, if you could prove that Kazal was on there, you can go with the negligence argument saying, well, you should have monitored your kids, blah, blah, blah. Something. You are responsible for your kids and things like that. I think, isn't that what they sort of used here? Yes, but if you can't prove they had Kazal or whatever on the machine... You can't even go down that road mm, that's because that's a per- that's pretty much a perfect defense. Like it doesn't matter whether I was monitoring my kids. There are no file sharing applications on the computer. It is not possible for them to have pirated the music. And 
the, the court seemed to have just ignored this entire facet of evidence. What was the defense attorney doing is my question. Well, no, it's, all of the defense doing. attorney was underfunded. It's a single mom. I figured it was She doesn't have a lot of money, and there were, there were actually a lot of groups, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, activist groups trying to reduce... Too. Yeah, trying to reduce um, all this copyright bullcrap that's going on in the States. They were giving money to her defense fund. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the RIA is a you know, multi-billion dollar industry. Unfortunately, you, there's, not, there's only so far you can fight with them. Well, that's the whole thing. Basically, they keep on fighting you till you can't pay for your. Exactly, money. that's how all the corporations do it. It's and they like will be going to appeal. I have no doubt. But and you know, if it gets to any sort of competent judge, it'll get thrown out. <laughs> but uh, that's getting harder and harder yeah, to I find. So. I hate I to so. tell you, competency in the U.S. Uh, court system seems to be a word hard to find. It's like all the other countries, you have some realistic judgments on money and on yeah. law, and they actually look at the law in the books and do it by the letter of the law. And then in the U.S., it seems like cowboys and Indians. Yeah, there's you know a way for I'm... such a ruling to be perfectly legitimate. It, you know, if you can prove that they have the file sharing application on the machine, yeah, negligence works. It's perfectly valid if you can prove that. But if you're not going to prove that. What are you proving? You had a computer; it was connected to the internet, mm-hmm. and our experts say that you doubt that that computer was responsible for downloading this stuff. Now, what does that mean, really? It means that I, you know, if I was in the states, I could be using my machine for no legitimate purpose whatsoever. Somebody spoofs my IP. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And they go on a piracy raid, and I'm in trouble for it. Yeah, that's the problem. I, mean, I know, that's security kind of is only It's so like much, if someone stalled your car and just went yeah, off it's, and... Yeah. It's like saying that, you know, if somebody steals my credit card numbers, that it's not theft. That I made those purchases. Yeah. Which, you know, we know that's not the case. There is, you can there file is chargebacks. You have to prove that they act, that uh, the, the cardholder yeah. actually signed but it. Your, but well, from what your argument is, that that doesn't apply here. Exactly. That, that safeguard's been completely eliminated by these judges. Yeah. It's and the Japanese manga ruling, from what I'm aware of it, is totally legitimate. Yeah, that one's more legitimate, and they have all the facts and all that. The thing that would probably be more related to this one, actually, Mike, is probably the Odex one in Singapore, where they actually have the IPs, they have everything, the facts of that it came from these people. Right. But even then, the um, financial thing, it was like maybe a thousand bucks. It wasn't even that much money. Yeah, that's the thing. Payback, and they also had to, I guess there was a letter or something that they had to say, we will monitor our kids, and this won't happen again, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the point like, is... It, it, the, I was still... The decision was more about actually preventing the practice. Mm-hmm. It was about getting these individual people not to do it any further, not to download the fan subs, and to sort of send a message to all the people who do. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's illegal, we don't take it lightly, but we're not going to rape you in the ass for it. You will get punished to the degree that you have faulted. To a proper degree. Yes, mm-hmm. to a proper degree. Which is not mm-hmm. the case. Which I, the States like, is yeah, just a, we're going to ram you in the ass to make yeah. an example of you. Yeah, for the uh, yeah way to make an example of Basically, a they, single mom. Exactly. Well, that's the, the thing. The, the thing is, it's, it, it just becomes a PR nightmare now, too. Well, that's exactly well, the that's problem. Well, that's the problem is that... When you look at the courts, it's like basically they take your house, your home, your clothes, and you're on the street with a barrel on your behind and nothing left. That's all there is to it. The States is a funny animal, that's for sure, because it's everywhere else there's competent there. courts, there's competent lawyers, competent judges, and it's like, here's the law, and boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and, go from yeah there it's and perfectly fun. likely that such a thing could happen in Canada if not for the privacy laws. Which we talked yeah, we, we, we spoke about the privacy laws, which... Like when we uh, did, when we talked about it at length uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, now that I, now that now just quickly when we come back to Canada, I asked a bit about the levy, the levy on CDs, right, and that whole stuff. The levy um, on okay, and, and it, how does that? It's like, often misinterpreted. The the levy on okay. This is really hard. It, the levy is not what creates copying rights. You have the right to make an archival copy of music. 
okay? Audio recordings. You have a right to transfer the medium upon which it is recorded. Now, the law doesn't say specifically whether you have to legitimately own it. It's sort of implied. (laughs) (laughs) If you legitimately own it, you can make copies of it to different mediums. This copying right exists exclusive of the fact that we pay a levy on this media. You pay a levy on blank cassettes. You pay a levy on blank blank CDs. 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 Now, you pay a greater levy on blank CDs that are designed for audio purposes. Ah. Mm-hmm. So, and but most people don't buy these because they've realized CDs are CDs. Um, they there was a failed attempt some years ago to put a levy on MP3 players, although on I think hard drive based. Although that's coming there, I think that attempt is that, about well, that to attempt coming, is about to succeed coming, again, yeah, or maybe made again more like it. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, I ha- it's well, a little more likely yeah. to succeed now. I think it it's was, probably so. going to come about. Because I've been hearing about it. It the, looks like it could go. It around. wasn't a bad idea before because it was hard drive based MP3 players only. They were very expensive players. Another 25 bucks was not going to kill you when you spend 500 bucks on it. And let's be honest, when you're buying a 20 gig, which was huge at the time, when you're buying a 20 gig iPod, chances are you're going to have more pirated music than the guy with the 256 meg flash player. <laughs> it's just the nature of it. Just the sheer numbers. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, as courts have said, th- those rights exist regardless of the levy. But that's why they've given the levy. Because you have those rights. Now, that being said, you also have a right to make archi- a single archival copy of software that you legitimately own. <laughs> that is all. You cannot copy your video legitimately. Now, if you make a- an archival copy of a DVD you own and never give it out... No one's going to come knocking on your door. Because while the copying is illegal, the distribution is more what anybody's worried about. If you're not distributing it, who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of a what you do in the privacy of your own home isn't really going to hurt anybody. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. what you do in your own bedroom, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And et cetera. The, the, the Canadian state, at the very least, hasn't been that willing to enter into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a famous quote. That's a famous Trudeau-type quote, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's... Like, but it still holds true today. Um, the states is a whole other ball game, as per usual. Yeah. So yeah, you, you know the fact that we pay a levy on CDs, which let's be honest, most of us do use to copy fan subs onto. I do DVDs, but DVDs to CDs, whatever. Yeah, it's all the same. It, it's not there to cover the. It's not there to cover video. <laughs> video covers itself pretty nicely because let's be honest, you still buy DVDs. No one at this table can say that they don't buy legitimate anime DVDs just because the fan subs are there. Hmm. Well, it's that's an interesting slip. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying you necessarily buy as many, but you don't. None of us here refuse to buy the DVDs because we can get the anime for free. Yeah, all of us I know definitely buy the DVDs of the things we definitely really enjoy. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I do buy more DVDs than average. I would say of some fan people who watch fan subs, but there are those rare occasions, and some people think it's more than rare that some people just have the fan but subs and refuse to buy anything. Well, I've known a few people have. that do, but the point is, like, I, 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 I can't speak for everybody. The, I haven't but, met mm-hmm. many of those people, but people seem to think there's more of them than we I've think. Met I don't couple, know who it but is. It, the anime industry would not be as booming as it is. If fan subbing was as big a problem as it's some people would claim it is, it's hard to say. It's hard to say considering what we talked about with Gen recently and all the stuff. Weeks. But I think the thing is, we've gotten to this. Like the like I said, fan sub is the the fan subs are the double edged sword. We've seen both sides of it over the years, mm-hmm. both both edges over the years, right? Um, it's the fans, issue we're gonna never like, win. Well, this is the issue that'll that that'll forever be, I think. But. Uh, the thing is, I think I think a lot of I think the fan subs have done a lot of good for the industry too, just as much as they don't want to admit, just as much as you know they don't want to admit it at times. Yes, yes, the fan sub giveth and the fan sub taketh away. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. thing. That's the thing. So I mean, maybe it may, it brought it up to this point, but maybe it's also gonna like maybe it's also put a limit on it somewhere along the line. It may have put a mm-hmm. limit on it, but it's it's. I don't think it would have gone to this point. Too. It would not have, but that's the. I, I like well it's not only a double edged sword but I relate it to the music industry particularly 
Because, let's be honest, illegal downloading of music did boost sales of some stuff. Now, it didn't boost everything. Probably hurt, it did hurt some. It hurt some stuff. It hurt the major guys. It hurt the major ones, but the indie artists, the niche artists were, as James is saying, were able to flourish because the music was out there. What it really indicates to me is that the industry as a whole needs to shift. Mm -hmm. You're getting to the point where you've maximized the the potential of this online illegitimate distribution. It doesn't benefit you any further than it does now. Okay. Shift. Take advantage of it. Uh, digital distribution of this stuff would make life a hell of a lot easier. No, that's what, well, no we, we were talking... I remember we were actually, talking I mean, to no, we uh, ADV uh, to... Um, okay, well, last point, and then we should actually... Matt Greenfield, and that's the big thing ADV's been promulgating for years, is about online distribution through their uh, anime network channel and all that stuff, trying to get it going, but it's a hard thing. They invest all this money, and it's still a hard slog. And even Viz is getting into it with those uh, Death Note episodes we were talking about. Yeah. And I mean, it's a hard slog, you know what I mean? We, I always hoped that TV would be one of those, you know, would be the uh, big, would be getting the big thing, getting the, uh, getting, uh, getting a regular series on, ne on regular network TV. But as um, Terry and Anthony mentioned, Sometimes that's not as it's not all it's cracked up to be because sometimes people will say you know watch a couple episodes then they realize they can't watch anymore then wait for the DVDs right yeah I, I only that. find that the the TV so thing maybe, is beneficial for series that you don't have to be a part of every day mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Z Inuyasha Card Captors they flourished very well Sailor Moon same deal they're episodic enough. That you can sort of jump in at any point and get the episode, and but anime as a whole, and a lot of anime is not that way. That's exactly my point. Yeah, that's why it's not that beneficial. You know, it, it's all well and good to put, you know, name a, try to name a series here. Trigun. Trigun. Let's say Trigun, just off the top. of Trigun the went to TV. Uh, it's all well and good to put Trigun on at you know eight p.m. On YTV weekdays or weekdays or every week or something. But if I'm not there one week, as you know, a lot of people aren't. You, you know, your TV schedule is not perfect. You're not always around. Mm -hmm. You miss mm -hmm. one episode of Trigun, and you're kind of lost for a lot of them. Mm. Yeah, Probably the first ten episodes I mean, you'd be okay. The last, the first, part. okay, but Trigun's a unique series that way. Yeah. You know, but, you, there's always a couple that you'd be okay. But as luck of the draw, if you happen to miss the right one. And for the record, Trigun did go on TV on Adult Swim. They butchered the thing well, because because the only reason I couldn't stand it, they removed the opening theme. They yeah. turned the opening theme into a monologue by Vash. And we all know the opening theme of Trigun yeah. is just spectacular. You kind of have to have it there. Um, Adult Swim, for the record, remember, they did that with a lot of their series where they'd cut openings and endings and stuff yeah. like that, which was problematic. But they kept Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. They keep Cowboy Bebop. Unfortunately, they, they have to keep Trigun. Unfortunately, they did... Well, the thing, though, is when it came to Canada for G4 Tech TV, everything was fine because yeah. they got the regular ones. I'm not sure... The ones they got, if it was the newer version of Trigun, they released a couple of years ago with the actual original ending, where it kind of was changed up for each episode. They yeah, because the DVD release ending. didn't yeah. have that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The DVD release had the that. The release, they had that. Can yeah. I throw a caveat then? What about On Demand? Sorry? What about On Demand then? Okay. Oh, you're the problem with On Demand, as much as it is a sort of verging on digital distribution, it's a lot of money. Because to get the on-demand service, you have to invest a fair bit in your television equipment here. You, know, you have to be a satellite subscriber. Now, digital or whatever. Or digital. But, yeah. you know, I'm the sort of person, I don't have even cable television. I spend most of my time watching media at the computer. I play my DVDs there. I listen to my CDs there. I listen to all of my music and video, legitimate or illegitimate, at a computer. And my television is run by a computer. Yeah. <laughs> a Mac Mini for the record. Um, and so the, the straight digital download is far more advantageous for the newer generation. Because they've got, you know, you look at a university, which is a big, big downloader of illegitimate media. If you were able to put anime episodes up for, you know, four bucks a pop, straight digital download, because most of them don't have television, 
they're going to download it on ResNet, watch it on their laptops, and the difference is you made four bucks. You either make four bucks or you make nothing. Because they're going to download that content no matter what. So give us something. Yeah, giving us a cheap digital download scheme has proven to work. Radiohead's new album. Perfect yeah, example. Yeah. Now, the fact that you can select your price is just sort <laughs> of... And that's a Radiohead thing. But the, just that raw, cheap digital download. You know, even if they just made it a flat dollar or a flat two dollars, you'd still see people downloading it. Legitimately. And the thing is, consumers seem pretty happy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of people are happy to pay for things. They just don't want to be raped for them. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Anyway, um... Jeez, should we should we get talk about manga now? <laughs> After all well, this, I think we, we might as well do manga later and talk about the TV thing that we're going to talk I guess, next. Okay, episode. I guess we should. I guess since we're talking about TV, I guess we should get to the bullets and then we'll go to the break and then we'll come back to the sure. other discussion. Um, okay, so quickly, um, I, I, so then now I guess you know, duck here come the bullets. <laughs> um, okay, so let's quickly talk about yeah, Canadian TV. Uh, Goings on in terms of Japanese TV and Canadian TV as it relates to anime. Um, first of all, on the Japanese front, um, back to Kodomo Nujika. That, that boy, that thing's been raped over the last couple weeks. I sure hope that. Oh yeah, I heard out. about the cuts and all that that you were doing, like cuts, putting in oh um, preemptings. Um, I think for the most part, that series has been relegated to be just being streamed on the internet. I feel oh, there you yeah, but that, that's where I'm going to see it anyway. Um, but there is, as far as I'm aware, there is still one station who's willing to air it. And yeah, I don't know there. the name of this station. I think it's a satellite one, isn't it? Uh, nevertheless, I would be perfectly happy to give them money for not <laughs> bending to the public whim. Now, I haven't seen this television series. I saw the OAV. Yes. Um, we've, we've I'm talked a lot I about can it only already. hope the TV series follows the manga more closely yeah, because uh, I'm addicted to that manga. It is spectacular. Emotional. Yes, it's. It's an amazing I manga. I mean, the thing though is, if Seven I mean, Seas had released it, it would have been uncut given all their previous well, releases. But if you could, okay, but they they, they 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 shot it in the foot by calling it an infat. Yeah, I know. Okay, you, you've given the indication that. of what it's going to be about. Yeah. yeah. But if you know, you played it out as it really is. It's you know, it's a group of misfit children, mm -hmm. which are really what they are. Yeah, we trying to this a couple weeks ago, latch so. onto some sort of adult figure onto onto some sort of stability in their life it, it would sell yeah mm -hmm. unfortunately uh, that's not how they're doing it even with the tv there's still right. some cover-ups and stuff like there's the dvd it's, version's yeah. gonna be a lot more you know eight year old wants to rape her teacher yeah. of course okay you know i mean like the dvd version will give you it all uncensored and all that because i heard there's a few censored bits here and well there, i'm going that, well uh, hopefully i hope the dvd version's out soon but by the same token i hope the dvd yeah. version of dokro chan's out soon because they got <laughs> a lot of stuff out of there too no i know well it's funny <laughs> because even when they do the edits it's all this ridiculous small stuff and you're like you're kidding me it's right just, like the yeah. whole thing about preempting it just seems like it just seems like the preemptings have just gotten start to get a little bit and off now, or well, a little bit that, out of hand. I, wasn't that one preempting remember we talked about before? The whole was that Higurushi and Ellen? then school days? Well, no, I was going to say for this one, for uh, Nymphite, um, it was that one teacher in elementary mm -hmm. school, and they cited that because I can't remember, he was soliciting. But he was in that. He was elementary in a school club of girls. Some sort, so all I, I don't have the whole okay, thing. But in front of all me. I know is it was really odd, and I couldn't even fathom how they could connect that to Nymphite. And I'm just like, okay, it's an excuse. It's a teacher and a student are involved in some case. So let's not show anything that involves a teacher and a student. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up at the moment. All um, I know is it was for that region or prefecture, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. and that's how they made it sound. Um. Okay, so there's that one, and boy, that's just weird. Um, station sites principals arrest for pulling Kodomo no Jiken. Um, let's see, 54-year-old vice principal of an elementary school, a suspicion of obscene behavior from a 16-year-old girl for, for 6,000 yen. Oh, 16-year-old girl. At a, at a Deike cafe, I, I know I'm pronouncing that, a, a cafe for encounters. Age of consent <laughs> in Japan is 14. 13 in some prefectures, in fact. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Same as Canada. And while, okay, yes, it's a little, I can understand it being taboo. Don't get me wrong there. But the show is about an 8-year-old and her teacher. 
and him doing more to resist her whims. Did you people not screen the show before you decided to preempt it? You just saw Teacher and went with it. <laughs> That's the thing. That's what made it so weird. The thing is, I don't think anyone looks. It's like, okay, what's our new anime season? Here you go. This I don't even see the 54-year-old going out with a 16-year-old. Yeah, I know. I you know, know what? I, I, I would like... Well, no, he paid her, so I can't give him quite props. <laughs> but if he didn't pay her... Because <laughs> I can see myself doing that. <laughs> Stop now. No, no, I wouldn't do it with my own student. In my defense, I have some principles, <laughs> and I'm going to get a lot of flack just for saying those words. Um, but from who? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm sure somebody. I'm sure the in Canada, 14 is the age of consent. Although I think the new bill will. Raise I think. That. I think. Didn't they right, change it sure to 16? They changed it to 16. I thought. I don't think it's come to effect yet. I'm yeah, sure didn't the conservatives say um, well, they, they wanted to something like this? And yeah. They, and I heard they'll push it through, but we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, we'll see. Uh, the age of consent is 14. If I'm 120, <laughs> I am still going to hang on to my right to bang a 14-year-old. <laughs> Whether or not they accept is not. Well, well, yeah, but I'm sure there's one that will. I hate to say it, but you'd be in the nursing home. Exactly. (laughs) The law of averages dictates there's one. Okay, okay, that's (laughs) enough. Um, I just quickly, let's get on the Canadian side. Um, Which one do you want to tackle? Uh, Death Note being on, finally getting aired on YTV. Should we talk about um, Jenny on stuff uh, still showing on G4? I think we can go through all of them quickly. Like, the Death Note on YTV, finally on YTV. No surprise. And I think we all knew it was going to come. I think some of it was because they only said they did a few episodes, and obviously there were still production issues that need to be handled. So they basically announced it before it needed to be announced, and then blah, 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 blah. They say, okay, we'll just put it later. Yeah, so that's not a huge surprise. So it's not like surprise or anything like that. It'll be interesting to see how it does in the 10 uh, p.m. time slot. Tech TV. Tech TV. Now, this is interesting because I'm guessing when they did this deal with Genion and stuff like that, this must have been included in the package. It's um, Black Lagoon, which will be interesting to see if it's just the first season or the first and second season. I think it'll just be the first season because it was um, in a slot where they had just a 13, 12 episode series. So I think it'll just be the first season, unfortunately. Other than that, what was it? Requiem uh, of a Darkness, mm. which is I another 13 like episode series. And so that one's not a surprise. Black Lagoon was more of the interesting thing that caught my attention from that. But I think, from what I can tell, these will probably be the last ones that will appear on G4 Tech TV mm-hmm. for the Jenny on deal. And I'm intrigued more to see where they go from here. Are they going to keep these tapes and still air them? Or are they going to try and court other people like ADV or other people? Because supposedly this has been a success for them at G4 Tech TV, yeah. they said, for these ending time and slots and on and the and digital and network. Keep in mind, Jenny on is still around. Yep. So that's something to still say. Um, okay, I bro- I was the one who bro- who wrote uh, Anime News Network with the story, the info that Na- that the Nana live action movies will be airing on Omni Two um, this beginning this uh, Saturday night at eight at I believe eight p.m. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird to see. I mean, obviously some people are like looking around, happy to hear about that the live action, a Japanese live action being given a chance on a on more or less regular Canadian well, TV But based here. on the fact that it's Omni, I think it's more that a Japanese live-action a li- Japanese live-action movie that any of us have heard of being given a chance, because it's Omni. They do play a lot of them. Well, no, we I just, no, no, we no, just no, don't no, know what no, they no. are. The thing, though, is, <laughs> this is Omni 2 and Omni, usually they do uh, and Cantonese and... Yeah, and, and I'm going to throw some cold water on this now, because, since I, I mean, like, if you look at the Anime News Network story, it, it cre- I'm, I, I'm the guy who broke it, yeah. so mm-hmm. if you didn't know yeah. that... Um, yeah, remember my nickname. Um, the thing is, uh, and and I remember this from years ago too. So this 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 didn't surprise me when I found out. It, this is part of this is the the eight Saturday eight p.m. time slot uh, is the Cantonese movie time slot mm-hmm. traditionally. Okay, so traditionally on Saturday nights they show a Cantonese movie. Mm-hmm. This movie will be shown only with Cantonese with Chinese subs. It's not going to be shown with English subs. I found out. So. Oh. Really? Yeah, so Man, it's already a bit of a damper. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe still worth checking out, I guess. Hope you know some Japanese or Cantonese. Oh, Cantonese. Um, mm. The thing is, it didn't surprise me because um, this isn't the first time like Omni or CFMT, as it was known ten years ago, uh, or, uh, or Omni One, when yeah. Omni One CFMT yeah. um, dabbled in trying Japanese dramas. And I told the story when I used to have my column with Anime News Network about. They're dabbling into Japanese dramas because they showed two series. Um, 
star and I forgot their name uh, I only remember one of them wedding story I forgot the other one all I, all I remember about the second one was um, the theme song was Alfie <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up later um, the th- and I'll, I'll put up a, a link to the um, to the uh, to the article in the show notes the column I wrote a number of years ago um, the thing is when they showed those 10 years ago they showed them only with Chinese subtitles I, I, it was uh, the wedding story for reference was a pretty easy story to keep up with, so I actually watched it all through. Um, we, I wondered how, we were joking around about how many royalties um, uh, Dencho Toko would pay to George Lucas for playing all those that Star Wars and Indiana Jones music. I wonder how much Wedding Story paid to Disney because they played a lot of um, when you was it um, when you wish upon a star oh, God. throughout the oh. course of the series. Um, so uh, this isn't the first time. But the experiment ended ten year, uh, pretty quickly also, just, just as quickly as it began. And we're sort of seeing it again. Um, you know, Omni, so in, in many respects, Omni 2, uh, they know who their core audience is. And they're playing to that core audience. It's playing to the Cantonese audience on that night. So um, if you want to see more, let them know. Obviously, give them a right. Uh, but the thing is, Japanese pro- true Japanese programming on Omni 2... On Omni, on the Omni stations, is well probably still a pipe dream. Aside from their news show, aside from the Japanese language news show they have every week, mm-hmm. so I, I wouldn't expect too much from this unless they unless they know they can tie it to the Chinese a little bit better. Just a thought there. That uh, kind of like pours cold water because I thought they might have some English subs in it. That's what yeah, people be, seem to assume. But now, nice. That, it would have been nice. I now, think. if that was the case, that would have made. Us think that Viz might have licensed it because Viz has been doing more of the live action yeah, the thing recently. Is, and they the thing happen. is, I wonder where who, where they got the rights to do this from. That's what I'm and wondering. My from now, is, where did they get the rights? It probably from the Chinese, from the Chinese, Chinese distributors. Chinese distributors. Yeah. I'm not sure who that would be, but that makes sense now. They went to the Chinese. Well, if it's directly. Cantonese only, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But but that's nice to. But there's a there's something worth checking out if if you're in the area and have nothing else to do on a Saturday night. And some of us, and you know, as and you know, fans, some Cantonese or some Japanese, and, and, and anime friends fans could, and, and that that's certainly a case. You know, there it is. Uh, but sorry, I, I really apologize about pouring some water over that because I know there had been some excitement over it too. Yeah, but it would have been. It, it's still better than you know, not letting them get hit with it. Yeah, but better than nothing. Too. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's good you tell me now. Now I won't feel awkward when I start watching it. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, just don't feel. But you know what? It's there, so give it a shot. Anyway, um, 42 minutes on this uh, first first bit. Uh, anyway, we are just that good, Mike. Yeah, if there was ever any doubt. Damn. Go Can't see it. my eyebrows there, but... Long time. <laughs> time for the break. Yeah, and so we, we got to take a break, you know, have a cigarette. Um, when we come back, we'll actually get back to the uh, real topic. <laughs> got some anime north... We, um, we'll, talk about mon- we'll talk about omnibus manga. We also got some anime north uh, stuff to pass along. We got to do our duties as the official podcast. Uh, but that's after the break on the other side. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. So, yeah, we were nice and long-winded in that first segment. We have to actually rush the second part. Um, uh, we can probably work through it. How do you want to set it up? How do you well, what can you do anyway? I mean, that first part was worthwhile. The second part, uh, we'll, we'll do our best. Uh, podcast marches forward from our studio in Toronto in front of a live audience here to see our dimples and pimples. Um, I think there's one of them. Yeah, one. <laughs> one. Uh, uh, from, so, in front of a live studio audience and online via, via thecomicden.com, the official podcast of Anime North, at least until they listen to this show. Um, <laughs> Nicholas Austin and Grant with you. Um, okay, uh, I guess uh, since we are, I guess we should fulfill a few of our quick, quickly uh, fulfill a few of our duties as Anime North's official podcast. It's been a number of months since uh, they have events, but they always have traditionally stuff going on this month. Um, the first thing we should mention is on the website, on the Anime North website, it must be noted that hotel registration has begun for the, for the 2008 version, which will take place from Friday, May 23rd to Sunday, May 25th, um, with, a pre, with a pre-reg uh, party, I believe, on, the thurs- on Thursday the 22nd. Um, hotel registration opened up Two week, almost two weeks ago, um, I reserved mine earlier today at the DoubleTree, and I asked the guy there how much is left. He told me not much left in that block for their for the Anime North block. So, um, if you're listening to this show right now and want to reserve a, a hotel, at least at the DoubleTree, chances are if you're hearing this, you might be too late already. 
But um, give it a check now, or because uh, I don't. I'll be surprised. I'm personally going to be surprised if um, hotel registration, at least at the DoubleTree, will last another week. So, and um, they were notorious for not getting the word out, or at least not seeing much of the word out at the time it happened last year, and nobody knew about it, or not not many probably knew about it, and it just went on you. And now you know. And now I think they're giving good warning now. And you know, and it's still going to go pretty fast. So there you go. If you want to come, if you want to stay at the hotel uh, uh, for um, Anime North next year, and um, it, it, and it's a nice atmosphere. Uh, having sat through it, and I and I decided to get a hotel again this year. So yeah, we should remember that's probably just the Double Tree. Who and knows how the other hotels? Are yeah, there. it'll probably still be quite a bit, but you know, it's worthwhile. And uh, and you know, as and hopefully we'll be there. I know, I know, um, I know James will be there with Yama doing helping out with the all nights. Uh, Adam, I don't know. I may or may not be. Yeah. I th I, well, I traditionally am there. Uh, last year was a weird exception. I think they, by the time they got around to asking me if I wanted to be there, I had already had something going on. Mm -hmm. Just cleaning. We're just doing some cleaning in the room, folks. Um, also, um, and uh, for myself, hopefully, and for this show, hopefully, we'll be taping there again in the cons week. Um, also. The other tradition uh, in October for Anime North is the Halloween dance. That happens a week from Saturday on October 26th at the Japanese Canadian Cultural Center, which is um, 6... Saturday's the 27th. Sa uh, oh, Friday the 26th. There you go. Thank you. Um, Japanese Canadian Cultural Center, 6 Garamon Court in Toronto. That's just off the 404 in Winford. Winford, just off the 404. Yeah. It's pretty close to that area. Um, uh, we'll put the links up, but... Uh, Bottom line, if you went to Anime North last year, uh, it's $2 off at the door. It's $10 normally. If you present your ba your 2007 badge, it's only $8. Co it's a Halloween cosplay party. Best way to put it. Uh, I've n I don't know what those things go, how those things go. I I guess they're, they're good enough that they go every year. It sounds like a really good excuse to pick up 16-year-old girls. <laughs> They're still on that. Still, still on that. Oh, by the way, just I, I'm never off that. No, I got Now that I just got to ask. Um, wait, I asked him about the. Uh, we asked you about the kimono, the clamp kimono, because I brought that along already. Yeah, I don't. You know, already I don't know if it got it. taped, but I think it did get taped. What's Not, the comment again? Uh, if they were wearing Not less up. kimonos and more model, it'd be yeah. Okay. You already said that. I knew you said <laughs> less kimono, anyway, more model. So there you go. Hotel registrations. Keep up with that. If you want one now, get it now. If you want one, get it now. Um, and the Halloween dance next Friday. Week from Friday. Okay, so... Uh, next Friday is also the uh, leopard launch for you Mac geeks out there. Yeah. Also, uh, next <laughs> Friday, if you're... And we mentioned 12 Girls Band during the comic book... Uh, comic Den episode back in June. That's also when the concert will be at the... Uh, in downtown Toronto at the newly renamed Sony Center. Formerly the Hummingbird Center. Formerly the O'Keefe Center. That what it's, no, is that what it's called yeah, now? It's called That's kind of really disturbing. Yeah, oh, man. It's, so, it's always going to be the Hummingbird Center. Much I, like the I'm Rogers confused. Center is always going to be the Sky Dome. Yeah. I think I haven't <laughs> heard one... Well, actually, no. Uh, but uh, um, there, I, I guess there are still tickets remaining because they're still being the tickets are still being promoted at this point. But Twelve Girls Band, um, Terry can attest to that. Terry uh, Visser can attest to them being good. I can attest to, to having a couple of their albums. Uh, so um, you know, it, it, plenty of entertainment options for uh, all you um, you know for eight for anime fans and you know Asian music fans. Um, but there you go. There's our there's our uh, community calendar here in Toronto. Um, okay, let, let, I just want to quickly ta tackle this one. Um, something sort of came to mind this week. Uh, uh, like we didn't have much, m too many ideas actually for this week, but it's gone okay this uh, to this well, point. I kind of gave you ideas, except I had to get yeah, them too we, late. Yeah, since but I was busy. too late. Uh, anyway, busy. Um, I, I I thought about our conversation last show about legal manga downloading and trans and a tra and translating and the service that offered it. Um, in that sense. Um, I was thinking about about the future of the manga industry, and albeit in a distant and, if you're to believe, both James and Angela, unrealistic sense. Um, so I want to come back to this whole topic about the future of the manga industry, and but talk about it more in a, in a more immediate sense. Um, a word that seems to have popped out to me in the last little while is omnibus. Um, the, don't I, make me come over there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is just for marketing 
I heard a lot of people, uh, my brother likes to call it Bibles because they're so flippin' yeah. massive. Um, the idea, well, basic, the basic idea is compiling more than one traditional volume of manga, uh, more than one traditional volume of manga into a, a single bound book. It actually has been around for a while, but I think the idea has really started to take off in roughly the last year or so. And maybe it's gone up another notch with Tokyo Pop re-releasing some series in quote-unquote Ultimate Editions, which I brought along. Um, to me, there's more than meets the eye and with this, and I wanted to gauge everyone on this uh, here. I mean, it's, it's a given that the North American market for anime and manga is much different from the Japanese market, and, and I wonder what the um, omnibus book will have for North America. Um, quick, quick thought. Uh, the whole idea of compiling more than one traditional volume, uh, one traditional volume in a single bound book, um, for Tokyo Pop, that this isn't completely new. It probably even goes as far back as to when they actually started this whole uh, the a whole authentic thing. Um, mm -hmm. With specifically, I'm thinking Kendachi because normally with the Kendachi stories, um, they and they had a habit of ending volumes on cliffhangers. But the, but Tokyo Pop decided to when they started releasing it, released single cases. Um, that was fine at first. Most of the case stories were regular length, but then they started getting thicker, and then. And then, like in volumes nine and uh, ten and eleven, they decided to divide a story into two volumes, and that didn't work out. So they decided to bring out a, bring out single case, continue doing single cases and thick, uh, no matter how thick the volumes got. Uh, it kind of came up another notch about a year ago when they decided to start re-releasing uh, when they started releasing um, the prequel to GTO, um, the or and dubbed it the early years, and they. Basically, released one and a half volumes per. Well, that was, book. I think, a special case in the fact that there were two releases in Japan. There was the regular release, regular manga size of like 180, 190 mm. uh, pages, and then there was the second release, which was the omnibus release, 15 volumes. And I think when you look at 21 verse 15, they'd rather do the shorter 15 release since they're now releasing things. Yeah. For this one, it's like every four months. So would you rather have a regular size manga every four months or a double-sized one? Yeah, I guess that would you, you know I what I mean? So, and the fact they want to get into the bookstore and that. Yeah. Nice. And then the Ultimate um, Editions we talk about, um, they, they're starting to come out now. And I brought Fruits Basket, which is compiled in a, and Battle Royale. Those are hard-covered. And they're compiled maybe, like in the case of Fruits Basket, two per volume. Two volumes in each book, three volumes in the first Battle Royale uh, hardcover. They're um, really nice to look at, but maybe a bit big. Um, yeah, those ones I'm kind of surprised because, yeah, they are um, hardcover. They seem to be, like, since they're a re-release of series that are already released, that are still in the fans' mind, it seems like more of a, we're giving you a special thing to the fans, yeah, you know what like I mean? It's like a fan service But thing. by the same token, it could also it's also like the, like the fire sale saver packs mm -hmm. of anime. Because, you know, you could have been lent, you know, someone could have lent you Fruits Basket, and you read it, and you liked it. But. You didn't have the money to spend every month to get it, but now they're, okay, they're, it's two volumes in one. Maybe. And I'll, I'll pick it up as it comes out, right? Because uh, I, I don't feel like I'm spending so much money. Keep in mind, that's, uh, how much... Check the U.S. price on that. Check the U.S. price on the back. Even so, it's, these going, these it's going to be cheaper than buying they, individual they cheaper. They are volumes. cheaper. Like, basically, that, it's 25 bucks for Battle Royale for free volumes, so you're only getting $5 less. For Fruits Basket, it's the same deal. It's like $15, and basically you're getting um, volumes one and two. $5 less. That's yeah. all it is. It's $5 less. You're saving less. money, but over the course yeah. of the series, that's But you are having a hardcover. They have extra yeah, You get a hardcover, yeah. you get a nice pretty book, and when you buy it... You get twice as much to read. I'd say probably... When yeah. you buy those single volumes of manga, and I can attest to this with Negima, <laughs> it's annoying! There's never enough! You go through it in half an hour! Well, I gotta add, the thing is, um, we now these are all re-releases. Also, we also think about this now in terms of first release, and... Um, remember with the whole the whole mentality of the of the of the North American fan, it's always I want it now. Ima Koriga Hoshinda. Yeah. Everyone goes through it knowing it's already been out for some time. And and, and Jason Thompson in his interview, um, the former Viz editor regards mm -hmm. this. You can't you can't um, the fans don't live in a vacuum. They're aware this has been out. It's it's there. So um, they gotta they gotta act with that mentality. Well, yeah. So this, I mean, mm -hmm. I understand the, the. So I would like to see these 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 ultimate editions. I refuse to use the term omnibus. 
I know, understood. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm um, just going to explain that because I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, like, no, 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 ask it. So go ahead. Uh, omnibus is the Latin word for everyone. That's what it means. Now it's been taken into English to mean a general multitude of things. Anything that is more than one or is a lot of something is sort of considered omnibus, which isn't correct. Mm -hmm. It means everyone. And interesting tidbit of fact is where we get the word bus. Oh, bus mm -hmm. as in the yeah, TTC deal transit because it is for everybody. It's public transit. <laughs> yeah, so yes, yeah, so calling it omnibus manga. It's not everyone's manga. Mina-san. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I guess I'll have to call him and tell him to give it a, to us for free since it's for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> but the ultimate edition is perfectly valid. Uh, or right, just yeah, call yeah. thicker volumes. Thicker volumes. I don't the mind ultimate is, edition. It's a nice is, The thing is, with the, with the way things are now, you just said every three, four, maybe even five months, maybe we should, uh, it's not much to ask for to mm. have a little bigger mm -hmm. book to work with because we're going to be wanting yeah, more. The people well, who want to go on the bleeding edge and buy the individual volumes as they come out because they'll come out more frequently than five months. Mm-hmm. Well, they can have those. You can have it now. You can have it as soon as we're done with. Well, it. the thing is, I don't. I think people want to skip the that step and just get to the. Get but to the see, I don't. I don't mind both way. being available, because the people who want it now, instant gratification. You can have instant gratification. It's right there for you, volume by volume. Take it as it comes. Yeah. Well, but you want to wait. You want to get the bigger volumes. You want to save a I little bit of money. You get the ultimate. I think the thing is, what we're talking about here is, like, say, GTO. This is the first release. First release in the in the thick. Yeah, but that's the prequels, okay? That's not the original GTO, okay? okay? We all know GTO did not come in that thick a book. Yeah, we on the proper manga series. We, we talked about that's that. That's an exception to the rule. And that would be nicer. I'd love to see more than one volume in, in a thing. But if that release. means it takes longer to, delay, to get it... Yeah. Maybe not such a good idea. Well, this is all out. This is the second release of the second Japanese release. This no, is I understand that. But it's now, if it takes... The thing, though, is... But if it takes four months to get the double wide, mm -hmm. compared to two months to get a single wide, uh, it's that's not, not necessarily no, it's, the case That's, right that's why I'm saying it, it's sort of a balance. If you're going to get them as frequently, certainly go with the bigger ones. Bigger is better. But if, if it's going to delay your schedule... Maybe put out the single yeah, volume. There's, I don't think there's a delay. What's happening is, as we talked about before, it used to be every two months you would get a manga. Now they can't do that because there's only so much mm -hmm. self shelf space. So what happens is they're like, okay, we have this 22, 30, 40 volume series. How the hell are we going to release this to the fans? This is a solution, and we've seen that with uh, Atari Age. So in, in the so instead of four months and getting a 200 page yeah. manga, every four months you get a 300, 400 page yeah. thing. So I, I, no, I, I would rather prefer the solution of let, let's kick a couple of fantasy shelves out of the chapters. <laughs> give it to I, uh, By the way, for there is only so much space you need to spend for the friggin' Wheel of Time books. Mm -hmm. Okay? I wish. Lord of the Rings, same deal. We, we gotta, know what it is. Get some shelf space out of there. Oh, uh, the only thing I'll say on this, uh, just for reference, and I know you maybe, you will buy, you'll probably buy Futuri at you when it comes out. Is is that licensed? Yeah, Didn't you know Tokyo it's coming January. January. Starting in January. 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 I will definitely. I because I, I have been. It's, it's it's I've been watching the scanlations. Mm -hmm. It's in the adult preview. Very very much. I love love that series. January under and don't look for the name either Futari Echi or, or uh, Manga, Manga Sutra. Sutra. It's Manga Sutra is what it's under. I don't the know. Name. I know oh they're God. They're yeah. marketing it differently. If they're no because no, I mean they're not changing. Calling it Step Up Love Story would be one thing. Yeah. that's what the DVDs called. Yeah. The anime is anyway, coming in November. It's but, um, step up. Did but they get FE for ladies? Not, uh, no, they haven't. Yeah. They probably reserve the right. That's a good one, too. I'm um, hoping they get it if this is successful. But the thing is, yeah. one thing I have to note, at this point, it looks to be maybe one and a half to two volumes per it's book. Actually, it's two and a half per book. That's okay. two volumes and a half per book. That's, that's the first, and that's the how first release will okay, go. Okay, that, here. though, okay. I, I have to say there is a problem with splitting the volumes. Specifically on Futari Echi, because the volumes are actually fairly thematic. Okay. The, 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 ten, the ten thing volumes yeah. sort of all play out as a theme in their individual stories, so splitting them I can see being a problem. Either way, I'm still going to buy it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I, well, no, I, can't, I can't not buy that. I, got, anyway, I've, I've last seen thought, that. Last thought. Last no, I, I understand. When are we at the end of this? Adam, yeah, almost. We're almost at an hour now, so. Oh, whoops. Okay. I understand what I'm saying with that, and I, I thought about that too, but heck, 
if they're willing to go and have the balls to release this when I thought this was never going to be released, I'm still going to support it. Even with the crappy cover and the manga suture crap, I don't care. I'm going to We know yeah, that. It's That's a all. spectacular manga. Okay, but it... Yeah, sure. It's just because it kind of bordered hentai, but it wasn't hentai. It's exactly. Like, it's as we said. It's the sex guide Sujo Hansen and Doctor Roof with support. It, it's a manual for newlywed couples. It, okay. it plays out exactly <laughs> as it was advertised. Anyway, yeah. um, okay, we'll take the break. Back with a brief version of Final Insults in a couple seconds. It's the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. Well, that was a fun. That's been a fun episode, I have to say, and we're really, really short on time. Uh, so just quickly, roundtable at thecomicden.com is our email address. Write us because we we usually do write back, especially since we don't get any emails generally. Uh, www.animeroundtable.com is our website. You can get our blog and show archive there if you want to listen to past episodes. And don't forget Facebook, iTunes, Podcast Pickle. Um, you know we're all there. Uh, okay, quickly, final insult. Who wants to go first? Go down, James. <laughs> Quickly, James. Well, I, I don't know. Well, there isn't much really I have for Final Insult, except for the fact it's interesting. I was watching something on CBC News World, and it's probably also on BBC uh, News World as well, for American British viewers, uh, was this Why Democracy uh, documentaries. And it was an interesting one on Sunday for this Japanese uh, election, like councilman and stuff like that. And I must say, there are some interesting things to learn about Japanese uh, democracy. And man, is it messed up sometimes. Just yeah. as messed up as ours. Maybe, maybe not. Let's put it this way. When you have a candidate that... I, if I was him, I would have killed everyone around me. They were all <laughs> screwing him. Great. Even the prime minister was screwing him. Koizumi at the time. So he was an LDP candidate. Only He was not even from the place. He just was this Todai graduate. And they said, well, we need this really good candidate. So who do you get? Todai graduate. Throw him in there. But it's crazy, like, you know how you'd have your leader, political leader, supporting your guy? You know how John, Tari, Dalton, McGinty, all of them were out? They mm -hmm. were with the candidate, supporting him? Well, when Koizumi came, it was kind of funny, like, they were up on the um, van. But for him, the actual candidate, he was down where the crowd couldn't see him. Koizumi and some of the other people that were there in the council for a long time were up like giving speeches and waving hands while he was down there and no one was looking at him and you're like you're supposed to support this guy and you're doing nothing yeah, and then like funny when they came to his face just a little funny point basically they had the bear saying vote for whoever right yeah they had his banner up there but gotta, when be, they quick, gotta be quick but when they came down they basically told him to his face oh we forgot to take your banner down and I'm like you said that to his face I would have punched the guy out and said you know what you're screwing me here uh, man, oh man, it was it was an eye opener about democracy in Japan. That's for sure. Okay, so make note of that. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, that gets me thinking. Of, uh, that that just reminds me of a hentai. Oh great! Uh, <laughs> that, 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 I, I don't remember the name of it, but um, go to a level. The one main the one main scene where uh, just after a uh, a female teacher has sex with her student, um, her yeah, father is running that, for mayor. She's up on top it. of the van, oh, trying to support him, and. She Agath knocked off the van, which is just hilarious watching her fall on her ass. Was this and fla panty flash teacher? Yes, that's how that's it. what it was. I knew teacher. it. I knew it. I've never seen this. So that being said, I'm Sorry. now going to download Panty Flash Teacher tonight because Do I haven't it. seen it in a while. Spectacular hentai. Um, Futariechi is getting licensed. Kodomo Chikan should be available fan sub tonight. Is gonna be a pretty good night. I gotta say. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> By the way, have you seen any of the live-action uh, Nagima yet? Nagima? No. Is it out? Uh, I only saw. I only got two episodes raw. I've only seen. Oh, okay. No. If it's not fan sub, I'm not even gonna okay. bother. Okay. I don't think it is out. And yeah, Nagima. Okay. And you can see now Oikawa. Nagima. Okay. I don't care about, about the, the porn actor. I don't care about who's playing Nagima. There is one character in that series that matters. And Nodoka. <laughs> <laughs> if okay. Nodoka is done wrong. Heads will roll. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, it's all about the librarian. Appreciate it. It's all about bookstores, son. Yeah, bookstores, son. Oh, man. Now I'm getting sick again. <laughs> what was your final insult, Mike? On that note, um, so I'm asking for a few suggestions this week. As I mentioned, I've been suffering from a cold for the last few weeks, so the headache I'm currently having, um, well, 
the headache I'm currently having, ha ha and this isn't from that, or from the, or it's more from what's happened here this week, and it's certainly not from the school days hangover like I was hoping to have. Which, uh, which headache is considered better? I don't know. But after all this, I, I'm looking for good home remedies for colds. Aside from the cocktail of medicines which I have been taking, a mix which I'm sure Neil would generally be proud of, I'm wondering if there's anything else that might be a good idea in the future. In North America, it's a good soup, say chicken soup, which would be considered popular. To older people in Japan, warm sake with a raw egg seems to be well known if not popular. I could see the scientific logic in both, but I'm wondering how others feel about them, especially the latter one, assuming they survive to tell you tell us about it. Or assuming they survive to tell about it. If you tried it and survived, uh, let let us know. Anyway, um, I got to take a deep breath and take take my tea now. Yeah, this this has been one of those episodes. Uh, one of those nights, folks. Sometimes you just can't win. Anyway, uh, thanks for doing the show. Hey, my pleasure. All right. Any chance to talk about hentai is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, James, for reminding me that it was Panty Flash Teacher. Hey, I try to serve. <laughs> and serve. Great work. <laughs> anyway, um, well, see you next week. Oh, sorry we couldn't get the digest done this week. Uh, something's coming along the way. Hopefully, um, whether Dean likes it or not, he'll be here next week. Maybe. You're going to hunt him down? Yeah, maybe. Have a good night, folks. <laughs>